Hello and welcome to the Amateur Austenite. My name is Frances Duncan. I am an author and the founder of the Jane Austen Society of New Zealand. I am, however, unqualified for my job as I am and always have been an enthusiastic amateur. Today we are going to be discussing Chapter 10 of Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. In this chapter, Mr Darcy writes a letter, Elizabeth and Mr Darcy argue, and Mr Darcy begins to fall for Elizabeth a little bit more. Jane and Elizabeth are still staying at Netherfield Hall while Jane is still ill, but towards the end of the chapter she is improving. Jane was already so much recovered as to intend leaving her room for a couple of hours that evening. So Elizabeth at this point has been dealing with the Bingleys and the Hursts and Mr Darcy by herself. I think that one of the themes that appears is flirting or arguing and it's a little difficult to see whether Elizabeth and Darcy are flirting or arguing here. Elizabeth's manner, the mixture of sweetness and archness, made it difficult, I think, for him to understand that she wasn't flirting with him, she was being a little bit nasty. Darcy never being so bewitched by any woman as he was by her. And this, of course, makes Miss Bingley jealous. Miss Bingley saw or suspected enough to be jealous, and her great anxiety through the recovery of her dear friend Jane, note the sarcasm, received some assistance from her desire of getting rid of Elizabeth. Elizabeth notices how frequently Mr. Darcy's eyes are fixed on her, and he asks her to dance. She assumes that he's kidding. I could not immediately determine what to say in reply. You wanted me, I know, to say yes, that you might have the pleasure of despising my taste, but I always delight in overthrowing those kind of schemes and cheating a person of their premeditated contempt. I have therefore made up my mind to tell you that I do not want to dance a reel at all and now despise me if you dare. And he responds, indeed, I do not, dear. And it does sound, if you don't know what Elizabeth's thinking, it does sound very much like she's flirting with him here. You notice the same sort of thing coming from Miss Bingley in other chapters. A little bit of bite in the flirt. We continue to see Elizabeth's interest in character here. She's studying Mr Bingley. We learn about his letter writing from Miss Bingley. Charles writes in the most careless way imaginable. He leaves out half his words and blots the rest. And he says, My ideas flow so rapidly that I have not time to express them, by which means my letters sometimes convey no ideas at all to my correspondence. Elizabeth thinks he's being humble, but Darcy recognises that it's an indirect boast. For you are really proud of your defects in writing because you consider them as proceeding from a rapidity of thought and carelessness of execution, which, if not estimable, you think at least highly interesting. We learn more. There is foreshadowing about Bingley being persuadable. He talks about leaving in five minutes. And Darcy says, If as you are mounting your horse, a friend were to say, Bingley, you'd better stay till next week, you'll probably do it, and you'll probably not go, and after another word, might stay a month. Which Elizabeth admires. But here we know that it's showing that Bingley is quite persuadable. We know he will be persuaded to leave Netherfield and not return for some time, and he'll be persuaded to try to give up Miss Bennet, Jane. Despite the arguments, Elizabeth is quite kind towards Darcy. She thought she could perceive that he was rather offended and therefore checked her laugh when Mr Bingley is talking about how scary Darcy is when he's alone on a Sunday evening and he has nothing to do. 
Arguments are too much like disputes, Bingley says, and he's trying to stop the argument between Elizabeth and Mr. Darcy because he doesn't enjoy them. So we do learn a lot more about Mr. Bingley's character in this chapter, which is great. And we see Mr. Darcy start to fall further for Elizabeth. We see the confusing, flirting, arguing that's going on between the two of them. And that is my summary of Chapter 10 of Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. My name is Frances Duncan. You can find me at francisduncanwrites.com and on Twitter at Francis underscore Duncan. Thank you for listening and I wish you happy reading. Just popping back in to let you guys know that we have merch now. I haven't actually got merch with my face on it. That seems a little weird to me, but if you really want it, let me know and I'll do that. There's merch of the Jane Austen Society of Aotearoa New Zealand's logo, uh, some Jane Austen merch and some Pride and Prejudice heavily pride focused merch too. It's on Redbubble and the link is in the notes. Happy buying!